past visitors. We are entering a new area in combating the coronavirus epidemic. We are now in a parade of It's a tiny car that sound was coming out of. Smaller than a mini, just rolling slowly down the pedestrian street here in Istanbul. Announcing to stay calm, we're in this together, like equip any more Orwellian and it would be done by Terry Gilliam. I'm still incredibly fascinated living in this time. Like we're going to be down in the history books. People, your grandchildren will ask you about what was it like in the 2020s, you know? Anyway, you're back. You came back to a little show that's a musical show, not my commentary on current state of society but you came back to a little show called rough sundays and it's very very nice of you so the least i can do is play some music so let's play some music it's the bells of joy and it's rough sundays well singing do lord remember me remember me Bells of Joy, Rough Sundays. They're an old Austin band. 
from the 1960s. I want to say that I saw them. I know they did some stuff with Willie Nelson. Some really, really good stuff. I want to say that I saw them perform with so every year in Austin. I used to live in Austin for a few years. Uh, every year in Austin, Willie has his Willie Nelson's Fourth of July picnic, and he invites all his friends. And um, I swear the Bells of Joy were there one year. I think I'm getting. I'll have to check. I should have checked. Anyway, hi. I'm good. Thank you. Very good. Great. Wonderful. Spring is here, although right now, today, it doesn't look like it. I'm staring out into my garden. It's overcast. It's raining a bit. And because I have a garden, five of Istanbul's 75 gazillion cats are here. So that's what I'm doing. Drinking coffee, listening to music, talking to you, and watching these cats. But Istanbul is... I know you're not here for travel, but I just... I don't talk to anybody all week. You know, it's just me. So I get to talk to you. Um, It's just this beautiful chaos of Istanbul. Like I'm looking at the cats and then I think the call to prayer is going to come on soon. And and then you had the weird car. And then it's Europe and Asia and East meets West and all this stuff. But like the the, the beautiful of chaos of Istanbul is something that I wish I could put in words. And that, that it would take 30 seconds instead of two minutes, which it's doing now. But I just, I urge you to come visit Istanbul. I just love it. I um, I was having this conversation the other day with my friend Raina. I think I mentioned her, the famous Nat Geo photographer, Raina Effendi. Look her up. Ridiculously talented. And we were even having a conversation about uh, maybe me getting a little residence visa here, you know, so I can stay longer than three months at a time. You know, If I could choose, if I had my druthers, it would be Paris or somewhere in the Bourgogne area of France, but you know, druthers cost money, especially in France. So it might be Istanbul to be based out of someday. Not not today, not tomorrow, but I don't know. It's a city I could live in half the year, I think. But anyway, I'm going on and on about my life and travels and show about music. I'm sorry. Um, let us get. Let. What do you want for a rainy? overcast, lazy Sunday, I think you might want some Art Blakey featuring Lee Morgan and the Jazz Messengers. It's Rough Sundays.
Have you watched the documentary on Netflix? I called him Morgan. Wow. Like, I, I, I had no idea. Um, I knew I liked some of Lee Morgan's stuff. Not all of it. Got a little bit too avant-garde from time to time. But I did not know his wife walked into the club he was at and shot him. I killed him in, in public. Like, I didn't know about that. You know, you hear about Marvin Gaye, and then you hear about um, Sam Cooke. You know, these are pretty well-publicized murders. But I did not know Lee Morgan was shot in public by his wife. Um, the, the, the documentary, I called him Morgan, it's just an interview with her after she got out of prison. She kind of walks you through their life and... Uh, it's good. It's an excellent documentary to watch. You know, and it gets into his start as a, as a kid. Like he was, at, what, 14, I think. And a few years later, he started playing with Coltrane. And then he moved on to Art Blakey, who you just heard. And then Blue Note. Like he was one of Blue Note's uh, pillars, I think. Um, and he did it all before 33, you know, when he was shot. So anyway, watch it. I called him Morgan on Netflix. Really, really good. Uh, it's a show called Rough Sundays and uh, primarily based on old gospel tracks. I want, speaking of, I want us to get to the Como Mamas. I've been wanting to play the Como Mamas ever since I started the show. And then when I say started the show, I mean, what was it? Seven years ago? Whenever it was. I love the Como Mamas. But I kept putting them in the show and then listening to it and just kind of thinking about how it would be received and then taking them out because they are, they're repetitive. And it's just, it's, it's, it's the same lines and same course over and over and over. And so I ended up, eh, we can do better than that. And I would take it out. That was unfair. I mean, it was unfair of me even to judge, but I did want you to listen and stick around and, and whatever. And I did feel the constant reputation of the Como Mamas would, uh, I don't think you would, tune out just kind of not really be into it but then I realized what they were doing I, I re-listened to them this week a couple of albums back to back and I realized what they were doing this this it was almost this super stripped down revival type uh your aunts get up in the middle of church to start singing thing you know it, it's almost it's almost trance like which is a strange way to look at it but uh that's what I finally came to and it is the Como Mamas. And they do look exactly like your aunts. Like big ladies from Mississippi who just want everybody to have a little Jesus. And they're wonderful. So I do want to play them. It's Rough Sundays. Yes, and I know God. God is good to me. I see, yeah. Yes, he's good to me. And he sacrificed. He Sacrifice, 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 sacr
and he's with me. I mean, you see what I mean? It is repetitive, but it is trance-like. And it's, there's just some, there's just some ancestral goodness in there. If a white guy can talk about three older black ladies from Mississippi and say ancestral goodness, but it, it's, I don't know. There's something special about it. And they, they're, anyway, speaking of taking it back, um, I do want to head back to North Africa namely Ethiopia, which I say this every time I play Ethiopian jazz. If you're not into this Ethiopian jazz scene, you got to get into it. Um, go on Spotify. There's a, I think now it's an 11 disc compilation called Ethiopics. Uh, a French record company found all these old songs and tracks and albums and things from Ethiopia starting around the 50s. And it's it's wonderful. Um, but I want to get into somebody who I like, whose name I can't pronounce, whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Um, he's known as the Ethiopian Elvis, which is a little bit easier to remember his name. It's, uh, it's rough Sundays. <laughs> Spanish, <laughs> Behisanet, 
Sunday, hang on, like Bill Withers, you hear Bill Withers, you have to have a drink of something. I'm currently sipping on uh, Turkish coffee with cardamom, which is a delicious, a delicious, delicious little treat. But any Sunday with Bill Sundays is good. Bill Withers is a good Sunday. Sorry, Bill Withers. Uh, what was he? Son of a, a West Virginia, I think he was West Virginia. Son of a coal miner. Um, I mean, you can't watch a movie or TV show or be in a karaoke bar or normal bar or shopping without hearing one track from the the late great Bill Withers. I think he passed last year. Um, but think about the power of Bill Withers. Like three Grammys, one in his first sixteen years. He was he was everything. He was everywhere, and then he wasn't. Like in the nineteen late nineteen seventies, he went from being this powerhouse. Um, to he didn't even go underground he just went away he disappeared and there are quite a few articles written about it but i think the best uh explanation would be bill withers himself um and he was on this he was on npr i would say about 10 years back and they asked him what happened you made the statement that because you sort of disappeared from the recording scene as a result of that it appeared and you said that the record labels had too much power and that you would never, ever give that that kind kind of of power again, right? Well, it was just that one company and that one guy. From 1977 until 1985, I didn't make an album. The only music that I had come out was uh, just the two of us with Grover Washington. Which won a Grammy, by the way. Right, and... The reason I was did that song was because I couldn't get in the studio t- to record on my own. And there was this one guy at uh, CBS called Mickey Eichner who he, 
actually hid from me for two or three years. He wouldn't take my phone calls uh, if I can't. And he was the head A&R guy. And I guess we didn't get along because he would make suggestions to me that I do stuff like uh, that I should cover Elvis Presley's In the Ghetto. Mm. Well, you know, uh, uh, we all know the, the whole derivative situation. I mean, you know, I, I, don't, I don't cover Elvis Presley, you know what I mean? I mean let's face it, you know, without going any deeper into that, it was an affront to, my, to me as a man. I just felt confined. That this one guy that really had nothing to do with any black music at all could just shut me down like that. It bothered me. So I've never signed with another record company since. Do you do you think in looking back that that was a good idea or bad idea? Uh, it wasn't an idea. It was just that I just never got around to it, you know. You never got around to it. What do you mean by that? I never got around to it. I was okay, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, I was, uh, I had things to do. I kept myself busy, you know what I mean? But the man was smooth. Like, I want to, I want all my audiobooks and GPSs and inner monologue to be in the voice of Bill Withers. You know, it's just, it's velvet, right? Get into some Bill Withers this Sunday. So you've got a couple things to do. Um, Ethiopics, Ethiopian jazz for the 1960s, 70s, and then get in some Bill Withers this Sunday. After the show, please. That would really hurt my feelings. Um, speaking of shows, we have come to the end of it. And uh, if you'll remember, the good people at Race Point Seltzer wanted their hometown represented. And so they've been uh, they've been sponsoring one track a week from there, which I think is really cool. You know, a sponsorship would just feel weird, but for them to have contacted me and saying, hey, we would like to see a little bit more New England on the show. That's pretty cool. So we talked and it's uh, it's cool and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying listening to a lot of stuff. Not so much new stuff, but a lot of things that I listened to and I said, yeah, I know that. They're from from New England, really? Okay. So I, I got a hold of him this week and I asked him if we could do anything special. You know, thanks for uh, the show and thanks for covering the cost. That's really cool of the show. But is there anything that we can do for you? You, as in the listener. And uh, they came up with this, which I think is really, really cool. It's 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Which, I mean, come on, we're talking about an adult beverage here, you know? 20% off your entire order, free shipping. That's pretty good. You know, like a nice little summer beverage made with a little hemp is uh, is very cool. Twenty percent off, even better. Um, the best part is the 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 discount code is Queen. Couldn't be rough Sundays. Couldn't be old gospel music. Couldn't even be Eric. Queen. There you go. That's your uh, that's your discount code. But anyway, um, I don't know if you're a bar or you're a turn your house into a bar the past 15 months, whatever, give them a try. It's cool. Um, just kind of strengthening the, the little circle that we have here, you know? Oh, what are you drinking? Oh, it's hemp soda. Oh, wow. Is it good? Yeah. I actually found out about it. A friend of mine has this podcast and his friend started a hemp company and whatever. But anyway, racepointselser.com. What's the, the coupon code again? <sighs> Queen. And then open again. And then take me, take a picture, send it to me. I want to see you. It's not, not happy enough just being in your house. I have to see pictures of you in your house doing the things that I ask you to do on this podcast. That's where we're at. Speaking of queens, however, um, hands up here. How many people know that the great Donna Summer, 
the late great Donna Summer, I should say, was from New England. Boston. Never in listening to Donna Summer did I say, oh, yeah, that's Massachusetts. That's like, like you know, you know, like that disco queen from Boston? I thought disco was like uh, pariah. I thought it was, um, where was the, um, where did they have the baseball night? Remember this? They, they, there was such a revolt against disco. They invited all the baseball fans to bring their disco records and then they burned them. Where was this? Wasn't that New England? Or it was like New England, New York, or or Chicago somewhere. Anyway, I'll have to find out. One of the most bizarre things in American history, at which there have been uh, some bizarre happenings. But anyway, I didn't know Miss Summer was from Basta, and she most certainly is. And uh, so she's going to be our final track. And I hope you're ready to get up and get moving, because it's Donna Summer, who, by the way, when we talk about divas and these powerful ladies that shape music... She doesn't come up as as much as she should, does she? You know, we've got we've got Aretha, we've got Nina, we've got. What about Donna Summer? Donna Summer was brilliant, so um, I'm glad we get to play Donna Summer. And it's been a rough Sundays.
summer that said it's rough sundays that's the show thank you very much thanks to race point seltzer for helping like i said cover the cost of this little show thanks to you for tuning in and have a great week and don't forget to you know floss and um adopt don't shop and stop putting pineapple on pizza and please stop wearing high-waisted jeans and we'll see you later